Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Today? Episode 192, Ramdoings. Uh, podcast at Ramdoings.com. Ramdoings.com. Facebook forward slash Ramdoings at Ramdoings. Excellent. Uh, we, do you know what we don't have? Uh, love in our hearts. We don't have any, a Ramdoings Instagram. Oh my goodness, nor do we have a Ramdoings Tumblr. We don't have a Ramdoings Pinterest. We don't have a Ramdoings uh, MySpace page. We don't have a rum doings underground paedophile ring. We don't have a rum doings CompuServe forum. No, well, that's that's the, the biggest disgrace. And the the worst thing is, we don't have a rum doings error on France's Minitel. <laughs> we don't have rum doings bulletin boards. No, and we don't even have a rum doings page on uh, teletext. <laughs> that that makes me devastated. It is. So I might revive Teletext just to put it there. What's the topic? The topic today is, in light of the Britain's Got Talent fiasco, should all dogs be put down? Uh, I'm going to have to talk a little bit about... I won't talk about whether all dogs should be put down. All dogs down. need to be put down. Okay, because okay. we, we can't talk about that, but that's the topic. But I'd like to know, what was the fuss? Some dogs obviously won Britain's Got Talent again because it's just a telly talent show, and so who cares and why not? Is that the, is that the fiasco? That's the fiasco is a lady uh-huh. what said that she had a dog that could do a tightrope walk turned out to only have another dog that could do a tightrope walk and the first dog was scared of heights. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I learned all this from reading the front page of Britain's newspapers. <laughs> oh, well, it's not like anything else has been going on. Let's talk about Sebastian Blatter. <laughs> It's amusing that somebody who's so obviously corrupt and evil really thought he could hang on because his corrupt and evil ways have won, have won it out before. Um, but he, he couldn't read the runes that, no, sorry, your corruption and evil has has stepped over the it becomes a bit embarrassing line. And once it steps over, it becomes a bit embarrassing line. You just can't last. Also, the fact that the FBI are now investigating him and he can't leave Switzerland without being arrested is probably an issue. <laughs> I like that uh, football turns out to have an evil fascist dictator. Well, yes. And I also love the thought that um, another uh, bloated white gentleman's going to uh, come on board and suddenly everything will be better. It won't be, though, will it? It won't be a white gentleman. It'll be an equally dodgy prince prince thingy thingy thing thing face. Uh, that's right. Prince Thingy Think Thing face of Ali Town. I remember him. Uh, he, he was bullied into not stand, into, into dropping his candidacy last time. Now he gets to have a go of making some more money. Private Eye has been chronicling his quite extraordinary shenanigans mm. to become evil president number two. Uh, I didn't really, I don't really understand football. You see, I don't. But it doesn't say, I don't, does badminton have... An evil oligarch at the well, the it top. would have. Well, it would have. Uh, le, 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 uh, cur, cur, and all that. But if it had lots of money uh, and was uh, and were actually popular, then uh, yes, it would. <laughs> uh, but the 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 thing about uh, football is, I don't mind it so much. I just wish the hypocrisy and cant would stop. I think it should just be an open uh, contest to see how which country will bribe the official the most. It should just be open. These these men who basically have won a lottery in life should turn up and say right how many hookers and uh and piles of money are you going to give me and the one who gives me the most is going to win okay as long as they're open about it i don't mind how many slaves are going to die building our stadium 
Yeah, as, as long as they're open about it, I don't mind. You don't mind slave no. deaths? No, okay, that's no. good. It's, pro- it's, pro- it's probably a mercy. Putting out of the okay, we're going to play a game. I'm going to read you the headlines of the newspapers today, and you have to guess which newspaper it oh, is. Oh, we, we, we played this several years ago. Let's see if I'm any worse at it now. Okay, first one. It's going to be quite hard today, I think. Mm-hmm. Downfall, colon, blatter walks away. You know what's interesting about that headline? Uh, it could be either tabloid or broadsheet, depending on how you interpret yes. the, uh, the nuance of that headline. Is Downfall a direct Hitler reference? Yeah, I think it's not. I don't think that that's a, a tabloid. You're correct. Because it's, it's just unpithy enough. To be a tabloid. I'll give you. I'll give you the other front page headline. Okay. The other front page story. Ours was a friendship based on a shared enemy, alcohol. Um. Okay, that's rather censorious. So, could it be? You see, it's weird. I, I'm thinking it's either the Independent or the Express. <laughs> You're wrong. It's <laughs> the Guardian. Yeah, you see, I was right with censorious, but wrong with my time. <laughs> yeah, you could, I could have given you even less help by telling you that the top quote says, Kim Kardashian may have broken the internet, but Caitlyn Jenner united it. <sighs> okay. We, uh, can't talk about Kay- we can't call, talk about Caitlyn Jenner because we get into lots of trouble whenever we mention tran- transsexual. You were the one who got into a lot of trouble very first. You were the one who first brought out you know, the fact that you mocked and crucified and caused um, stone to death, stone to death a a bad transsexual on a on a tube who had put on her makeup incorrectly. You were Excuse the one me, who did that, if you remember correctly. It wasn't a transsexual; it was a transvestite. Please learn your terms. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll, I'll go and flagellate myself. People. Blatter walks and leaves the World Cup in meltdown. Oh, meltdown's an interesting phrase. You see, that 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 is tabloid, isn't it? It's, but it's not. That that should be tabloid. The other headline is 18,000 held at Calais in migrant crackdown. Oh, okay. That's the, is that the Daily Mail? I would have thought Express. so, and of course the, I would say the Daily Mail and the Express are tabloid. That's the Times. It's a hard day. It is a hard now, day. Now this one you should be able to get because it's a sentence. Russia and Qatar World Cups in doubt as Blatter forced out. Say Russia forced out, what? Blatter forced out. Russia and Qatar World Cups in doubt as Blatter forced out. Hmm, I don't think it is in doubt, but... Uh, Come on, a sentence on the front page means... Uh, oh, you're rubbish at this Telegraph, thing. it's got to be the Telegraph. Yes, of course it's yeah, the yeah. Telegraph. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Any more? Hawking says, I would consider assisted suicide if I became a burden to those around me. We should ask his wife. Uh, uh, who is that? Is that is that also the Telegraph? That's, also, that's just all from the Telegraph. Okay. Any more? Okay. FBI investigates as it's, it's really hard to me. FBI investigates Blatter as he quits as FIFA chief. FIFA chief is fun to say. Uh, and the big see, picture of a, of Charles Kennedy. You see the word the word chief there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Chief. I'm going to tell you. Go on. It's the, it's the independent. Right. It gets more fun now. Okay. Blats all, folks. You see, uh, you you know what? Yeah. It's it, it's it's obviously very um, it's very fashionable to decry tabloid as being the lesser of the linguistic uh, uh, machinery, but I think that that's much more creative than any of the other boring headlines. I agree. 
And that, bizarrely, that, that belongs to the Metro. You'd never have guessed Metro. Is it? Yeah. No, I wouldn't have, because the Metro is usually very dull. Exactly. Blats all, folks. <sighs> the eye went with sent off, so they can sod off. Um, <laughs> that's that's the worst. Why is the eye? Well, yes. If you okay, want a, uh, if you want a paper like the Metro, but that you have to pay for, buy the eye. <laughs> Fun ride to hell. Oh, that was obviously published early enough to deal with the Alton Towers trage. Indeed. Uh, okay, which which tabloid is that one then? Well, uh, I'll give you a clue. Nearly all the tabloids go with it. Uh, well, it's got to be the the Sun then. That I'll give you no. I'll give you an extra clue. The top of the page says Big Brother shock fully nude show. The, the star. The star. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to make that too easy. Yeah. Uh, um, Towers of Terror. The, the Sun or the Mirror. That's the Sun. Okay. Also Towers Horror. And we need mirror. to talk about this actually. We will. And then um, the last one is is oh, okay. So you've got to choose. <laughs> you've got to, so you've got the mirror and the mail are left. We're not bothering with the FT because no one does. Yes. So you've got to guess. This is between the mirror and the mail. Ready? Mm-hmm. One says statin slash cancer deaths by fifty five percent. The other says statin slash risk of death by cancer. Um, I believe that this is Merck's uh, press release that somehow you've got delivered to your front door. <laughs> so the mirror, the mirror and the mail both read the same headline. The mirror doubles up with Alton Towers, whereas the mail doubles up with Kennedy. I see. Tragic <laughs> Kennedy was found by secret lover, says the front page of the Daily Mail, because he's only, you know, why not? He's only been dead a few minutes. I don't mind that. I, as I said, I, I consider people who are a bit precious about how and why. No, and I know, I know, I know, but it's just the care. whole, Addie's having an affair, ha, ha, ha. Well, that's fair enough, and that would explain why he committed suicide. Did, do we know that he did yet? Uh, haven't it you heard the code? It was all coded language yesterday. Oh, come on. We're not, going to, we're, not going to, we're not going to give you any cause of death unlike any other time. And yeah. we're going to say sudden and we're going to say no suspicious circumstances. Exactly. That only yes, means one suicide. thing. And But we won't mention suicide because, of course, it's a taboo because mental health is still considered a dirty subject. So we won't actually mention it is suicide because that's taboo because uh, we're ashamed. It's rubbish, isn't it? You know, if he'd have died of liver failure or heart attack, they would have mentioned it, but they won't mention that he committed suicide because, ooh, that's too shameful. I think that's a, that's a, I don't like that. It, ma- it makes me cross. It makes me cross too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably. I know, sad. I know, yeah, I know the family will say, oh, we, we don't want to know. Yeah, but the very fact that the family feels that it's a shameful thing is itself shameful, if you see what I mean. And uh, I'm annoyed by that. Annoyed by Murdered this. by the SNP. Yes. Did you like Charles Kennedy? Um, I yes. No, I don't. Uh, he was a he was certainly a, an infinity better liberal democrat than Nick Clegg ever was. Well, yes, he wasn't as he wasn't a psychopath. That's that, true. That, 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 he seemed like a very amiable chap. He was always very. He was in a, in the way that he was entertaining on Have I Got News for You was different from the way that say Boris Johnson is entertaining on Have yes. I Got News for You. He was he came across as amiable and intelligent, and yeah, he seemed quite nice, and he was. You know, it's kind of sad that he was so riddled by alcoholism. Hmm. Amiable, but, um, fairly useless, but you would you wouldn't really think badly of him. Exactly. I mean, he uh, he, he led as everyone said yesterday. He led the Liberal Democrats to their best result in 
ever, and then did nothing with it. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, I I've, so I need to talk about this this Alton Towers thing. Yeah, go on. Roller coasters don't crash because they're not trains on loose on a track. Well, that used to be the case, but these uh, this is quite a new a new generation roller coaster, and I don't know what newfangled design it is. I I would agree with you in general, but do you know the specifics of this one? No, I don't know anything. I literally know that there's been a crash. That's it. What's the name of this roller coaster? I'll, I'll actually look it up. Okay. Alton. I just actually let's see if Alton Towers have have, have uh, amended their website. Theme park closure. Oh yeah, they have. Because sometimes it's a bit embarrassing where the site's all happy, and yes. <laughs> uh, but no, they 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 did it right. Okay, good. Must be annoying for those people who especially bought tickets to go there today. Do you know how much it costs to go to Alton Towers? No, go on. It's frightening. It's like I think it's about sixty to seventy pounds per person. Well, it's not that surprising, really. The Smiler, the new ride at Alton Towers, called the Smiler. You can go to thesmiler.com the hyphen smiler.com let's see if they've bothered to edit that no that's still it's the world's first 14 looping roller coaster mm. oh my goodness looks quite complicated but you're right it does it, it it's odd that it should exactly it, these things are affixed to the tracks they are extraordinarily safe the reason i enjoy roller coasters is because i'm aware that there is no danger because they're so specifically safe mm. so what happened oh look um the the um uh, wikipedia has got incidents um 18th of may 2013 uh, uh, a re uh, reopened 31st of may the smiler suffered a malfunction during a soft opening a preview event for celebrities and journalists which delayed the coaster's official opening the train became stuck on the first lift hill trapping passengers in their seat for an hour until it could be evacuated so it's gotten stuck before. But well, that's fine. I don't mind fine. getting stuck. Okay. Uh, in, uh, the 4th of June, 2013, one of the trains stalled on the ride's bat wing element during a test run before the park opened to the company, so for the public. So it stalled. Okay. 10th of June, a train stalled once again on the same bat wing element, but unlike previous time, weighted dummies were present on the train. The cause of this instance was revealed as a computer malfunction that triggered the trim brakes. Okay. 21st of July, 2013, 48 people were evacuated from the ride after a piece of debris fell from a section of track. Some eyewitness reports describe the debris as a one-foot-long metal bar. Others say bolt. The the incident caused two sections of track to partially disengage, creating a small gap in the track. Okay, but we're not going to... That's just shoddy British buildmanship. We're not going to say that that's (laughs) inherent. 30th of July 2013, the ride was closed for five days after cracks were found in one of the ride supports. Again, that's just shoddy British workmanship. November 2013, four people were injured when they were struck by guide wheels that detached from the chain guide as the train ascended the vertical incline. Oh. This doesn't sound very safe. Why did they keep this ride going? I wonder whether the chain broke or something like that and then it rolled back. And then 2nd of June 2015, a car car carrying 16 passengers collided with an empty stationary car on the track. Hmm. Four teenage occupants, two male and two female, sustained serious leg injuries in the collision. I wonder... Yeah, it, it is interesting. I wonder how it happened. The park will remain closed until we better understand better the cause of this dreadful incident. 
because usually, I mean, roller coasters and major theme parks are very safe. Yes, exactly. That's why I, I, I rely on the knowledge of this. Yeah, because otherwise I couldn't enjoy the terror. I just, I remember, I'd hate exactly. the terror. I remember going to Chessington World of Adventures once, and I don't know, it was like an early opening, it was enormously quiet. We almost had the park to ourselves as we were just running around, very few people there. Yes. And they were testing a new ride, and we got to go on it, and they were saying, they were like having us vote for how good each version of the ride they were doing was. We were getting to go on some really quite uncomfortable and unpleasant versions of the event. Right. That was really good. I mean... I'm looking, for example, uh, let's look at Space Mountain at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, By the way, I exaggerated. It's £45 for a ticket to Walton Towers. It's 47 for Chessington World of Adventures unless you buy in advance. Oh, OK. There, there have been two fatal incidents on Space Mountain. Oh, gosh. Both Surely 20- heart attacks, though, rather Both than- in 2006. One was a seven-year-old terminal cancer patient who died due to a metastatic pulmonary stroma <laughs> <Okay>, tumour. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, and let's be honest, that kid wasn't going to go in any better way than on exactly. Space Exactly. How great to go that way. And the second incident was a 73-year-old man who died of natural causes due to a heart condition. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't mind that. And that's it for in all the, you know, the many decades that Space Mountain's been open. So I'm afraid that Alton Towers is just a bit shoddy. It's just a death trap. It's just a death trap. Even though no one died and only people had some injuries. Yes. I think their legs have fallen off. So were you very excited? Do you see... I I notice what happens is you constantly retweet your friend Damien. Yes. Who just says, oh, I think that... I think the opposite to the thing everyone's expecting someone to think. I think it's oh, interesting. Don't I you think love just, me? I, just, I think you're just racist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, whereas I re- I tweet something that would be just your favourite thing ever, and you ignore it. You don't retweet it. I think it's because you hate me. Well, when did you retweet it? Because I've actually I was very busy yesterday, and I'm well behind. Yesterday on morning. Tweet. What was it? It was the story on io9 about the guy who managed to fool the whole world into thinking that chocolate helps you lose weight. Yeah, Daddy-O, that, that story's about a week old now. <laughs> Still, it's, it's really interesting. It's been all over. It's not that interesting. It's bloody predictable. Well, it doesn't matter that it's predictable. It's still a very interesting article on how he achieved it. I don't find it that interesting because there's nothing there that surprises me. Uh, That's a ridiculous thing to say. He had the, the, in, the article itself is inherently interesting. He's written an interesting article on how to trick the world's press into reporting any old nonsense junk science. The way you trick the world's press into reporting any old nonsense is you make up a lovely sounding claim and you send it to them and then they'll report it because they're desperate and they don't have any proper science correspondents who will check things up and read primary source data. Really, that's all it did is. You see, did you see um, Ask Technica's little tantrum about it? Um, I saw Ars Technica, Ars Technica was having a tantrum, but I specifically didn't read it because I don't like Ars Technica's little tantrums. It's not okay to make us look bad at our jobs. <laughs> it's not okay to prove that we are bad at our jobs. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like Sepp, that's a, the, the kind of the Sepp Blatter complaint. It's not okay to, it's not okay to prove that we're all, um, scheming lies. It's the bloody Zionists. <laughs> Does Sepp Blatter say it's the Zionists? Um, plenty of people in FIFA did because they said they were they're about to take a vote uh, to kick Israel out of FIFA or something yes, like that. Yes, they were. And then a sudden, suddenly, suddenly, the FBI, or perhaps I should say FJI, uh, yeah. decided to investigate them for massive corruption and fraud. Just to check the federal Jewish investigation. Is that yes, what you're exactly. <laughs> 
Exactly. But I, I, that's what I heard. I heard that it was all because um, they wanted to continue eating babies and said Blatter was going to try to stop them. Exactly, he was. And now he's been uh, stopped himself. Now, yeah, exactly. He Brentwood. dared to stand up to the uh, to the Jews. He did. And look, he's had his comeuppance. Saint Sepp Bastian. <laughs> hmm. He was a baddie. I love that he was a baddie. I think all non all trivial things like football should have baddies at the top. Yes. Well, they do. Football, all of them. Football countries. Every, they all do. <laughs> Somebody I, I've forgotten who wrote this. I read an article about um who who wrote it. Oh my my goodness, I think it was actually your your friend um my Frankie, Frankie Boyle. Um uh-huh. he wrote a piece saying um one of the cleverest things that Cameron has done is to make himself appear that he's just a little bit clippy, a little bit not really interested in the job, he's just a bit uh a bit bluff, a bit bland. Um and that's how he's been able to get away with things that Thatcher couldn't dream of. And you say, you know, you take his persona for granted and you think, well, um, that's just the way he is. But it could be one of the, the, the cleverest political constructions in a long time. Because if you think about people just don't really care about Cameron. They don't really feel threatened by him. He's, he's a nothing. He's, he just slides through his, his office. And the worst people say about him is, oh, yeah, he's a bit, bit, bit posh. <laughs> yes. And I think that's why Charlie people, Brooker describes him as uh, as his looking like he's hiding his true lizard form. Exactly. He, people, but people don't see him as an ideologue. They see him as a slightly more anodyne version of Boris. And that's obviously why he won. But it's very interesting that, whereas in fact he's 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 a staunch, strong right wing Thatcherite, uh, and he's putting through staunch, strong right wing Thatcherite policies. People just don't seem to put two and two together. That's why I say it, appearance is everything in politics. It's not most of it. It's everything. Uh, the reason that they... I wish people would stop wondering why Labour lost. The reason Labour lost is people didn't like the look of Ed Miliband. The, their, their monkey and lizard brains reacted badly to him. That's it. Stop trying to find other reasons. If people did like, certainly initially, their monkey and lizard brains liked Tony Blair, so he got in. That was it. If it had been another man espousing exactly what Tony Blair was espousing, uh, but, say, were bald and Welsh, he wouldn't have got in. So that's the end of the matter. Stop pretending okay. Stop pretending there's any substance to politics. There isn't. Okay, I'm sorry. Stop that nonsense right now. Sorry. Sorry. Good. Good. Do you remember when you had a baby and it was really boring, and now I've had a baby and it's really interesting? I remember when when I had a baby, and you rightly, I, very rarely did I ever tweet any whinges or quips about having that baby on Twitter. But when I did, you rightly chastised me. I remember yeah, I'm that. Sure, I did. Yeah, I do course. remember that. Yes. <laughs> I think sure you even you threatened that. I, I think you even threatened that I and my progeny would be murdered if I if I ever did anything like that again. And uh, and uh, but yeah, I just I'm just just suddenly remember that for some reason. Yeah, none of those that none of that's true. I condemned you and continue to condemn you for using that picture of your daughter as your Twitter profile picture. At least that's all I do. If, if, <laughs> can't be both, can it? If you if you if you use Toby's picture as your Twitter profile and don't either whinge about his being the worst satanic force in the world or Jesus reincarnate every second tweet, then I'd be happy. 
But he is those things. He's both those things. Yes. Depending on whether it's night or day. What doesn't make sense? What doesn't <laughs> He's make a sense gremlin. Is, that you, is that you don't recognise how much more interesting it is to hear about Toby than it is to hear about your stupid, boring daughter. That is true, actually. That is true. So tell me, actually, see if you can find one interesting thing that Toby has done that is actually the man in the street would think, you know what? That is an interesting anecdote. Go on. He did discover a new quark. Style. Who cares about quarks? Yeah. Is, is, will the quark make you thin or cure cancer? He he's he's cute and he likes playing with the lampshade in in the in the nursery. What sort of lampshade? It's just a it's a, a very hungry caterpillar lampshade. I see that that's done well for well hasn't a very hungry caterpillar. Yeah. My goodness, what an icon! I, it was my my favorite my favorite book when I was little. Until what 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 took over? Uh, Mr. The Mr. Mr. Noisy. Oh, the Mr. Men. The Mr. Roger Hargreaves' um, estate has sold out now. Oh gosh, the horrible. His son just writes these horrible, incomprehensible, badly written Mr. Men books. Yeah, I noticed that the Dr. Seuss estate's also sold out, and they're writing stories in the style of Dr. Seuss that aren't Are very, that aren't particularly well in the style of Dr. Seuss. Yes. Ew. Apparently, re- his name's pronounced like Dr. Seuss. Yeah, we, we really must get rid of uh inherited copyright because it yes just, it screws up people's legacies terribly i'd love for amy blyton's daughters to have continued writing her books because they were both massively <laughs> screwed up by her yeah i think they wanted as little to do with their mother's legacy except the money as possible although knowing her she probably didn't leave any money to them that's true i've got a book well, all left it all to one of them i've got a book written by the hated daughter which is what, quite fun I- to read I- imogen Imogen, indeed. She's, she's written a book about how miserable her childhood was. Oh, is she the one who talks about how her mum used to play le- lesbian naked tennis? I believe so. And, yeah. she's, and, and how she was, um, yes, how miserable her marriage was. And, and oh dear, it just sounds awful. Yeah, well. Tell you what, though, I loved those books when I was little. Well, it's the same thing with Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl hated children, was a massive anti-Semite, but I loved his books. I think you have to hate children a little bit and be a bit nasty to write good children's literature. So, uh, who else then? Richard Scarry. Richard Scarry, I remember him. Yeah, that's a name that's... Scarry. That's a no, name. I, when I was a kid, it was Richard Scarry, so it always will be. Was it? <laughs> and of course... I, was, I loved those books, they were amazing! James Savile. Yes, of course, the wonderful children's author. Yeah, he didn't like... He also always said he didn't like children. Turns out, he sort of did. <laughs> Jacqueline Wilson, do you think she hates children? I hope so. I hope so. It's true. Yeah. I think Indie Blyton's amazing. I wish someone would make um, a proper, interesting um, movie about her. Surely there must be one. I think there have been like TV movies and stuff. I'd like to see some, but they're always sycophantic. I would love to see the a, brutal, a brutal portrayal of the reality of her monstrous life. She, sat, not- she just had such a terrible life and, and it was in unhappy marriages and hated everyone around her and was just a very broken lady surely there must have been one on bbc4 well that's what i want yeah maybe maybe i don't know um i suddenly realized the other day while i was driving that you can't be a conservative uh, oh uh, if, i better you, cancel my membership then no but if you're a conservative you're not a decent person 
<laughs> you only just realised that. No, but I've no, long argued it's a good a case of goodies and baddies. If no, you're a conservative, but no, but I, you're a baddie. No, but I I realise that because often the the. There was a lot of argument after the election that we need to be ecumenical and just because somebody's political different to you, you shouldn't uh, uh, be hostile towards and blah, blah, blah. And all well, that. There was a lot of argument about that from Martin and yeah. about that's about but it. But actually, yes. no, I, I mean it. I, and, I, and the reason I, I don't, I, in a sense, it's tripe, but in a sense, it isn't. I suddenly realised being a conservative is, is the political equivalent of driving around in a BMW or an Audi. And of course it is. And... And nobody, nobody would defend a BMW or an Audi driver. Uh, but there are plenty of people who want to and do drive BMWs and Audis. And conservatism is kind of like that. People know that they're wrong and bad, but they enjoy it too much and they get a, the, the selfish frisson out of it. Um, so, uh, and that's not to say that other political parties are inherently good or uncorrupt or whatever. I mean, there's horrific stuff in other parties, but just find something fundamentally and banally um i don't know uh stupid and short-termist i think Mm -hmm. and weirdly weirdly unconserving yes that's interesting my biggest criticism about the conservative party i wish they would conserve something sometime (laughs) <laughs> that'd be lovely wouldn't it they're not conserving anything where whether it's uh the bbc or various laws that we fought for or the smoking ban or what there's they're, they're not actually conserving anything and even when they pretend that they're conserving by returning to a previous uh configuration of politics they uh, for example bringing back fox hunting that's not conserving that's bringing it back in a new and metastasized form i'd love if the conservatives just came and said you know what, we're actually not going to do much of anything. We're just going to leave things as they are. And <laughs> yes. If that the conservation were, it, society, they could call it. If that, if that were the conservative ethos, which it, in a sense it should be, because a conservative should not want to change anything unless they absolutely have to. That's, that should be the point of conservatism. You know, other parties should have radical desires completely to create revolution or change or progress. A conservative party should just say... We're having as long as you have us in, we're just going to we're going to hit the pause button. There should be a pause button party, whereas in fact they're this kind of fast forward with the picture on until the tape gets chewed up party. <laughs> I think that's my main problem. They, they're hey, not hey, conservatives Nick, hey, Nick. at all. Yeah, they're conserving their bank balances. <laughs> and it's just that um, uh, Nicky stupid. Uh, uh, token of the uh, department of education today said that <laughs> in order to preserve democracy she's going to get rid of all parents and and teachers rights to appeal against their school being turned into sponsored academies this morning <laughs> this school sponsored by <laughs> nestle <laughs> it's just what you want yeah i'd like it if all school uniforms were branded <laughs> yes, like like race like, drivers, like football uniforms. <laughs> that would be amusing, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> careful, especially that. if it were really provincial. Like they had to have Tony's Woodwork Emporium on the back of their school jumpers. Yeah, actually, that's probably, I bet you that's going to happen. It doesn't seem unrealistic, which is a little disturbing. So I'm going to have to send my son to school now. You've already just completely collapsed and. And capitulated and sent your daughter to school. I've been voted as a school parent governor. 
Oh, you congratulations! You're in, are you? I'm in. So, so that means that I can immediately twist twist all the teachers to be slightly scared of me, so that uh, Judith has slightly more advantages than her more apathetically <laughs> parented uh, classmates. Good. It's the way this game works. Excellent. So, so what are your options? Um, I can uh, hide him mm-hmm. in a in a cupboard. Uh huh. I can home. I can homeschool him. <laughs> Yes. Okay, Toby, I'm going to teach you everything on all subjects because suddenly I am a qualified teacher yes. of 17 different subjects. Like teachers, yes. Well, no, not by secondary edge level. Mm. Um, and Or I can just capitulate like you did and send him into the miserable system to be ground and churned and broken down into grey pulp. Well, I assume that your option is the Aryan Academy or the School of Big Jesus. <laughs> Those are my two choices. So which one are you sending him to? Well, I don't want to send him to a faith school. Is so there I guess a... it'll have to be the Aryan Academy. Surely there's a lovely Catholic school near you. <laughs> there, Of course there is. So all you have to do is take mass for a few Sundays and then, uh, and then you'll be let in. I don't really want him to have to go to Catholic school. But it, 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 are you in that sort of cliched area where somebody says, oh, you know, there's a really good Catholic school nearby? No, I haven't I haven't heard anyone say that. Apparently in this area there are a, there's like one, oh, gosh, don't go there school, and one, oh, it's actually quite good for this sort of area school. Does it have the word academy in it, the bad I one? I don't know, no. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Um, Sponsored by UKIP. Years. Yeah, it doesn't matter for the first few years. It's just a way of getting them um, to play with other kids and well, to do a bit of basic guided reading there's not much else that goes on i tell you what does matter though uh-huh. that my son might end up picking up a bristolian accent well he's got a lot of issues anyway because he's got laura's oh i know uh handicap which could brush off on him and then he's got bristolian and you don't want him to get bristolian that is true that that could be a big problem william my nephew is starting to get a newcastle upon tyne accent and that's an oh, issue dear yeah, um, so you've got to be very careful about that. You do talking about uh, Judith last night had a burst into tears and was crying and crying in bed. The reason she was crying, I said, why? She said, I'm sad because all all the dinosaurs have gone, even the baby dinosaurs. They've oh, all oh. yes. Did Which you explain point, chickens? Yes, we did, but that, that that little gamut didn't work. Oh, I said the dinosaurs even had feathers. That didn't matter. Wow. Very sad about it. And then she mentioned something about asteroids, so I suspect she's been told about extinctions and she's suddenly starting to realise the impermanence of things and is probably Uh beginning to put two and two together. Well, that and the fact that uh, when the... uh, I told you, when the oven beeped the other day... Yes. And, of of course, she said, uh, we're all going to die. And and I said, no, no, it's just the oven beeping. She says, yes, we are. It's only a matter of time. So I suspect... Lots of things are being added up in her head and she, they're upsetting her at the moment. But uh, just, but you can just lie to her and tell her, no, it's fine, you're immortal. Yeah, that's pretty much what we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm torn between um, a pathological in- inability to lie uh-huh. and the desire to tell my son amazing lies. Well, the thing is, at the moment, it doesn't matter, does it? Well, right now it doesn't, but I'm talking about when he's able to comprehend what I'm saying. It would be nice if you could get him to pronounce certain words utterly incorrectly and pretend well, that that's a pronunciation. 
we heard from someone. Oh, this is a this is a ridiculous friend of a friend of a friend thing now. But um, apparently, a, a story about a, a kid whose parents, someone they knew, a teacher was telling us or something. Uh, parents were called into the school because they taught their child like about a hundred different nonsense words for things. Mm-hmm. And the child they were saying, look, if you don't stop telling your child the wrong word for things, we are going to have to involve some sort of authority. Well, it'd be interesting to see what the authority Well, says. exactly! Like, would social services have any remit here if I if I deliberately taught Toby all the wrong words for things? I don't think so. I think it'd be quite useful for him to have but, his own little language. Or, you know, if you did that and you just called it Cornish, then they that's would That's true. <laughs> no, it's a local Bristolian dialect, actually. And, exactly, uh, you're, you're anti-dialect. You're me. Yeah, exactly. If you just do that, then they've got no leg to stand on. If you don't let me teach in this language, I'm going to take you to the European Court of Human Rights that I'm actively campaigning against existing. Yes, but what's 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 great about that is you're you're right. If if it's just your made up piece of rubbish, yeah. then it's called child abuse. But yes. if three or four dead people also have spoken that same piece <laughs> of rubbish, then it's a great bit of of culture that needs to be protected. It's the difference. I'm going to insist on teaching him Mayan. Yeah. That's my plan. It's a pity he's not learning another language now, isn't it? He speaks in hieroglyphs, I'm afraid. That's it. Mm, yeah. uh, yes, it is a pity he's not learning any languages right now. Mm, well, except English. He's just, no, he's not. He's just a babbling idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. What a fool. He can literally say baba and mama and that's it. Well, he can say mama. That's good. And dada, of course. No, he can't. Oh, he's still he's refusing rubbish. To do he's still refusing to do the death. He's not even considering it. Well, no, that's just... Laura and I sit there in front of him going, da, 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 and he thinks it's hilarious, and then goes, ba, 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 back at us. <laughs> yeah. But do remember, he might think he's a wit, but he does crap his pants. This is true. Ha, <laughs> ha, an idiot. Or genius. One of the two. Yes. Uh, one day he could be prime minister, and you'll say, I used to wipe the feces off your bottom, prime minister. <laughs> and he'll say, to the death chambers. This morning I had to do a poo. I had to go into the toilet and sit on the toilet and do the poo into the toilet and not miss. And then after I was done, I had to wipe up my own bottom of my own poo. Mm-hmm. How is he the idiot? <laughs> you mean, how? what? How am I the what? Hey? How is Toby the idiot? He this morning was oh, downstairs true. playing, playing, mm. not working. Yes. Did a poo in his pants. Uh-huh. And his mum went, oh, you've done a poo in your pants. Took him upstairs and cleaned it up for him. How is he the idiot? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, try it. Maybe Laura will do it for you. That's true. <laughs> do you have to make the, oh, John's making that funny face again. I know what that <laughs> means. Toby that... doesn't make a face. He just nonchalantly fills his nappy. Yeah, but And does... his back and his front and his testicles and his penis. Oh, that's the bit which I don't have to deal with. I'm noticing that gets very weirdly messy. Although she does fill up her, her cracks. Well, exactly. Well, she did so when she was young. She's yeah. cementing in the cracks, whereas yeah. Toby's sort of just uh, pebble dashing the, the features. Yes. <laughs> Jessica still does that, yeah. I love the fact that they say, when, when they're teaching you, they say, you need to make sure that you wipe away so that you don't yes. contaminate... We've talked the, about this before as well. Yeah, don't contaminate the vulva. And it's like, yeah, the, the vulva that's now full of poo with a cheese inject, injection moulded into there. <laughs> it just seems so obvious to me that that would happen, bearing in mind that every time I change Toby's poo-poo nappy, it's up the front all over his bits and bobs. And I don't, he's not like 
girls poo in a different direction. To be fair, that's a nappy's fault. If he weren't wearing a nappy, that would never happen. No, that's true. So why is he wearing a nappy? Just let him run around naked. That's a good idea. As the Lord intended. <laughs> Just... Before we all sinned and had to leave the garden. If only he could live in the garden, then he could do that. Yeah, just defecate in the corner of Eden. <laughs> I wonder if people pooed before the fall. I wonder if that was a, a, a fall punishment. Well, they ate a lot of fruit, so you think so. That's true. You think they'd be quite prolific. I don't I mean, it's not like bacteria was only... I mean, the, the gut biome didn't come as a punishment for Eve, did it? As far as I know. It's true. So did Adam have a belly button? <gasps> I assume not. That's that's one of those questions where people have debated for, for centuries. <laughs> did a made-up person from a story have a belly button or not? Yeah, but no, but to be consistent with that story, did he? He should not have had a belly button. No, of course not. Unless it, it, it was just given to him aesthetically so that his children wouldn't think he were weird. That's true. So it might have. It depends whether we think the Lord had aesthetic considerations in mind when creating Adam. When that person wrote that allegorical poetry... So, um, how's married life treating you? Oh, it's 40 minutes in. <laughs> 40 minutes into your marriage. That <laughs> feels like years. 500 years we've been married now. Does it just feel normal now? It flies by. Yeah, well, of course it does. It's just, it is normal now. Well, I mean, we, we covered your, your, your getting married live on this podcast. Did we? I forgot that we, it was a live, a live podcast in marriage. There was a week before where you weren't and a week after when you were, and now it just feels like an eternity. Yep. It doesn't feel like there ever wasn't a Laura. That's true. And that's very strange, isn't it? Because, of course, there was a Nick. Hmm. Um, Oh, gosh. I could maths in my head. Uh, About 15 years before there was a Laura? Yes. Laura didn't exist until you you made her up. Yeah, nearly 15 years after you made me up. Exactly. You popped into existence when I was 19. 18. Yes. Laura didn't pop into existence until I was about 34. Exactly. That's amazing. And yet, uh, uh, did, 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 did you give me any children? No. <laughs> that is hypocritical, isn't it? I am sorry. Yeah. I went, did we talk about the wedding I had to go to? No, we no. didn't, because I haven't recorded since. Is that the wedding where you wanted to make a big fuss by saying, I'm just going to wear all my slacky clothes? Or no, I didn't that... want to make a big fuss. I was, just, I, I was annoyed that I wasn't able to make a big fuss. Can't I just wear a smelly tracksuit to honour my friend Sarah? Honour? Yeah. Oh, you're such a, such a weird old UKIP weirdo. Yeah. It's tradition. Of, it's tradition. Oh, it's tradition. If you don't, if you break with tradition, you're not honouring someone. Pageantry and costume are just this new thing invented by UKIP. It's no, Nicholas. There's no, no tribal cultures have ever had it to represent unimportant um, no. occasions ever. You're such a rebel. Rebelling, Defying... rebelling against Nestle's made-up nonsense. <laughs> I think you'll find that arguing things should happen because they're traditional is a UKIP position. No, but there are some traditions which uh, are, are very are very deeply embedded in oh, every... Oh, they're deeply embedded, okay. Adam in every Steve single Adam and Eve. In every single culture of the world. Yeah, and... so we should stone homosexuals to death. You're that's, right. That's Get the very... point. It was a well-established tradition, and it's absolutely outrageous that we now tolerate these dirty gays. Uh, you you seem to assume that um, intolerance of homosexual is deeply embedded. It isn't. It's very shallowly embedded. 
deeply uh, deeply embedded in cultures is actually a um great fluidity of sexuality so actually you make my point for me thank you john <laughs> i'd like to point out that wearing silly shirts and ties is hardly a hundreds of year old tradition you twerp the costume the specific costume isn't the fact that one wear one wears finery or uh, some sort of embellished clothing uh, at certain yes, sort of why events. do they wear finery in order to keep out the paupers in order to make it as, as elite Ugh, you do talk such nonsense, don't you? Ridiculous human being. Okay, you so are. you wanted to you wanted to turn up looking really disgusting, so that they could all say, "Oh, look, there's John in here in in his tracksuit and his semen stained top for the photo." <laughs> now, a tracksuit I do not own, but semen stained tops is all I have, and so they okay. just had to accept that. Okay, so so anyway, tell me about this wedding. Then go on. It was the it was a Laura wedding. wedding, not a John wedding. Yeah. It was exclusively people Laura knows from the olden days, before she existed. Yeah, so and people I found who it are, have no relevance, basically. Exactly, it was yeah. intolerable. All these, this pretend life she pretends she had yeah. before, she came, before she popped into existence. Well, it, it wasn't popped into existence. As we know, she was created in the lab. That's and true. She gets recreated she every first, day. And she gets recreated with, with these memories of friends whose weddings you suddenly have to attend to, even though they were just exactly, put into her mind that afternoon. Exactly, just to maintain this pointless delusion yeah so you did it well done oh it was just it's just ridiculous that she thinks that she went to high school she thinks she went to university and this wedding was a conflation of the two groups of people brilliant so you went to this wedding just to play along and it was enjoyable wasn't it no no it wasn't it was it was a very boring day okay what what could have made it better um not having happened no, but specifically, were, was there the interminable uh, formal photograph session? I should say that the people getting married are people I know, uh, uh, a friend of Laura's called Alison, whom, whom I know and is a lovely person. So I was very pleased that she was getting married and all that. That's, that, that's mm. lovely. That's great. But um, yeah, it was, it was the one hot day we've had this, this since uh, April mm-hmm. and it was an outdoor wedding. It was frighteningly hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I actually had the rather wonderful excuse that I had to take Toby into the shade, so I got to sit on a blanket under mm-hmm. a tree mm-hmm. while um, the the very quiet mumble thing happened in the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, I think, nine nine and a half hours before the food was served with nothing that's, happening. That's 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 that that I agree should be a criminal offence. There you go. Um, uh, and all the, the the formal photography nonsense should also be a criminal offence, where people spend three hours taking photos of something that isn't actually happening, except in the photograph. Yes, I know. That's all photographs, though. That's how everyone does photographs. It's like, hang on, no, you go and stand up. No, I'm not going to stand over there. If you want to take a photograph of what's happening, then that's very, very easy. But I am not a model, and this is not a fashion shoot, and you do not need me to go and stand over there. I shouldn't be giving this away, but you know how I take photographs. I like to take my best photographs. Is I pose everybody for photographs, yes, and and I pretend I'm taking a photograph and say, "Okay, that's great. I've got it. Let me try one more. Got it." And then, as everybody's breaking the pose and going back to their natural state, at that point, I take the photo. Good. So it should be done. Just oh, I like taking photographs of things that are happening. I do mm. not ever say, "Oh, is it possible that you stand over there?" Or can you lean in? Le- no. If you want a formal portrait, then you hire a painter. Oils or water. Exactly. Hmm. I'm no, absolutely I, I, that was, banning, that was, I'm banning, photog- banning post-photography. That was a question. We had an amazing email we need to address, but you need to go out. Oh, man. Should we? Well, yeah, let's do that. You can do that before we go. Do you have time? I do. One second, though. I've got to deal with the cat. 
Get the email. Ugh. Ugh. I decided not to fill this awkward silence. Carry on. <laughs> right, so um, we're not we're not identifying the individual who wrote this letter, but it's some beautiful writing. So well done, him. Yes. I shall read it out. Hello there, pesky John and charming Nick. Good. It's a good Firstly, start. Firstly, I apologise for almost... Oh, let's miss that because I can identify him. I now seek your guidance in an affair increasingly unlikely and, I think, sinistery. Mm-hmm. After pootling down to stand up, be counted and mingle at the Downing Street anti-austerity protest last Wednesday, a mm-hmm. Witherspoons was duly located by me and an impassioned gaggle. Finding myself unexpectedly amicable and charismatic, I managed to join those still thirsty after last orders on a quest for booty in the early hours. At a gay club, a pleasant march away, I was soon gyrating passionately, passionately, but the older woman proved disinterested. He means oh, uninterested. He means uninterested. He mean uninterested. We'll, Don't we'll say you're disinterested. I'll forgive him, but let's... Your homework, Mr. Yes. Writer, is to find out why you should not have said disinterested there. Correct. Okay. Eventually, after amicably antagonising a little failed candidate for Gateshead in the smoking area, I was introduced to, and I'm not going to say this person's name, Tory MP for a place, mm. propping up the bar. He asked me what I do. I told him I masturbate. This mm. was much admired by all and is broadly true. Mm. I also said things of higher satirical content. Soon he was driven from the club by the protesters' drunken hatred and one threat of photography. I now have a chain of seven or eight text messages with the man who purloined my number. He has emphasised my invitation to drinks in the commons and to visit him in, quote, to the workplace. He also has confessed to thinking I am fun. How wrong he is! Should I run the gauntlet? If I could guard against the mind-numbing fungus at large in such places, drink at the taxpayer's expense, lever open some minds with non-violent laughter like a court jester. Moreover, if I could return with hot gossip from the launch of my libelous private eye imitator newsrag information fabric, it would surely be a boon to humanity. Or should I tell X, blow me, I'm heterosexual, thereby keeping my innocence intact? I'm 24 and jogging has done wonders for my chin, but I'm not virginial or entirely sound. I have a feeling I may turn up dead sooner than I would by default, which seems it seems exciting. Yet I also wonder if Chris Morris at his eminent best would avoid these inner sanctums with a barge pole and would not have been invited in the first place by dint of his effectiveness. Yours faithfully. He should go and have a drink in the commons. Do you think... Yeah, obviously. Should he lead this MP on or not? I don't think it's leading on. I think it's the MP's um, duty to um, persuade him. Okay. He um, he can't be utterly sure about his sexuality. And once he's had a drink with him in the House of Commons, he may actually feel the uh, potency of, of, of power uh, overwhelms <laughs> his um, shallow heterosexuality. So worth giving a go. And Okay. And, uh, well, if, if one takes the strategy that um, what's the more interesting adventurous course? Well, going to the House of Commons and having a drink with a weird MP, obviously. Because mm-hmm. the very worst that'll happen is that there'll be a maladroit anecdote at the end of it, which is better than nothing at all. So, yes, go. Okay. go and have the drink and do report back. Do report back, yeah. Great. OK, we need to stop. Do you agree? Yes, I agree entirely. Okay, I look forward to hearing whether he used Rohypnol or an equivalent thereof. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lovely. Bye-bye. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Drive carefully.